0: Welcome to the Open House Podcast, for women talk real estate. I'm Steph Douglas, and I'm here with the agents of Open House Austin. It's very exciting. Hello. Hey. Woo.
1: <laughs> Let's go.
0: Um, okay, so we're basically give, here to give you an update on what's happening in the market. These folks are in the market like hard every single day, and so they know like the micro movements and the like, what basically like what's happening in. In the world of real estate, based on you know their experience, so we're going to kind of compare it to what was happening during the pandemic. I know a lot has changed. I want to start off um, asking one everybody to go around and just say like, what are you seeing right now versus what you were seeing during the pandemic?
1: I'll start. Okay. My name is Mandy. I'm with Open House Austin, and um, some things I'm noticing uh, compared to the pandemic are. Sellers flexibility in giving concessions to buyers, lowering price, actually having a conversation about negotiating and coming to terms that work best for everyone. Now, during the pandemic times, sellers could really put any house on the market almost in any condition, uh, (laughs) give or take, and likely get an offer probably close to what they want listed for maybe even over. And now I'm seeing specifically that sellers are having to work with buyers to make it work. So uh, you want me to give an example of what? Yeah. Yeah. For some um, seller flexibility. Yeah. Well, most recently I had some clients that were looking in Northwest Austin. They really wanted to be close to the Arboretum and the house that they were looking at was on almost half an acre, beautiful home, ranch style home, and it was priced the seller priced it closer to pandemic pricing when they went into the market. And due to that pricing at that high in this market, they didn't get a lot of traffic or as much traffic as they wanted. So they had to start lowering the price, lowering the price. Eventually, my clients came in. They made an offer that was 85000 under the original listing price. And the sellers met them. At sixty thousand under the original listing price, and they ended up negotiating a brand new roof. And the sellers paid for my buyers to have a rate buy down for the life of their loan.
0: That's such so, a good example of like looking at the market how it is and looking at the pricing, yeah. how much room there is right now.
1: Totally, it's very exciting for me at least to talk to buyers and let them know, like, hey, you actually can advocate for yourself. Yes, this wasn't happening a couple years ago.
0: No. Jen, what about you? What what are you seeing compared to the pandemic times?
2: Similar to Mandy's example, I would say the last few buyer transactions I've had, I've seen a lot of creativity working with the listing agent where, you know, the seller maybe has a number that they just have to meet. It's sort of their bottom line, but they're working with buyers to provide other incentives to close the deal. So throwing in furniture, paying for rate buy-downs, offering home warranties, again, things that just weren't really being negotiated one to two years ago.
0: Yeah, like people were basically offering their firstborn, (laughs) but really they were offering without a huge inspection period. Mm -hmm. They were a lot of times like waiving their contingencies, meaning that they couldn't back out even if they found something. Mm -hmm. So the flexibility and then also, yeah, the creativity with with which sellers are like willing to come to the table with what about down payment Sid?
3: that's what I was going to say so probably for almost gosh it was like almost two years when we were meeting clients and starting the process with clients we had to have honestly tough conversations a lot of the time saying hey this is how this is what the process looks like in Austin this is like how you buy a house however Yes, as a first-time home buyer, you can put three and a half to five percent down, but actually not in this market. So instead, (laughs) we were having to tell clients for almost two years that they had to have fifty thousand. Honestly, sometimes that wasn't enough.
0: Yeah,
3: closer to seventy-five thousand to like a hundred thousand dollars worth of cash in order to buy a home. And I'm talking about a home that was, you know, even listed in the $400,000 range, four fifty, right? And so this is such a significant amount of cash for a first-time home buyer. Think about how long that, w- that would take to save. And so it was just incredibly difficult for buyers to enter with such significant amount of cash. And now we're having clients close. I had someone close recently for 18,000, mm-hmm. to- all of, total, door. yeah, total 18 K. And so that is really encouraging. And, you know, I've, you know, one of the examples that I definitely wasn't seeing during, you know, crazy market times is with builders. So builders were, you're on a wait list There were times I was going to new construction communities and there's a line in the model home just to put your name on a list, Yes, you know, and it was, it was really tough to secure a new construction property. And now a lot of the builders are offering around, I have a client going under contract on a new construction this week. They're getting over $30,000 of incentives from the builder, which actually is going to bring their rate down from around a seven and a half to a five and a half. For the life of the loan, so this changes their payment significantly.
0: Like um eight hundred dollars a month. Yeah, more. Yeah, seven
3: fifty. That's a month.
0: Wild. I think that the new build conversation is so interesting because it was—it's so drastically different. The whole market is different, but the new build situation is wild. And so, if you're interested in a new build, this is like such a good time. Builders are ready to get those things off of their inventory lists.
3: They're. Bringing seventeen thousand total.
0: That's this this client. Oh yeah. my god, that seems just so accessible, yeah. especially when they're they're looking at a five and a half percent, which is really low for right now. Mm-hmm. And really, like the reason that all of these differences that we're talking about are happening is because of the interest rates. But it does present an interesting opportunity for buyers because there's not a frenzy. There was a true frenzy, and we saw it firsthand. These all four of these agents were standing outside in line for houses that were, let's face it, not remarkable. I mean, there was a lot of you know people like you said, Mandy just th- throwing things on the market. Mm-hmm. Not they didn't have to paint, they didn't have to repair things. They just threw it up and then they got it sold. So, Alan.
4: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you like took mine essentially. I'm sorry. No, no, really. Um, I'd say like a thing that outside of the idea of like just the contract and negotiating stuff is you kind of have the luxury of time now and choice. Now like there's stuff that's sitting for a long time where you can like see something and you can see like three houses in a day and then schedule like five days later to see three other houses in a different neighborhood. And chances are the three houses you saw like a week ago are still going to be there. Right. And you can kind of go back and compare and really like take time to analyze and decide on neighborhoods. Whereas before were cases where we'd view something and like write the offer like go straight to a coffee shop or in the car with a hotspot, try to write the <laughs> offer because yeah. like, like so like you see it and within like 30 minutes you'd have to decide if you wanted to offer on it and bring a bunch of cash to the table and all that stuff oh. whereas now i mean that has happened not like that intensely but there are homes that are lasting like one weekend and that stuff that's priced very aggressively low mm-hmm. and it's especially cute and especially good neighborhood like That'll still move the needle. Yeah. But in general, like the rule is things are at least two weeks on the market now, like like at least. Yes. So for like a quality house, like stuff that is livable, you know, ready, ready to move in. Don't really have to do any like structural fixes, like ready to go. You could like really take your time, think about it, analyze it and then make a decision.
0: Yeah, that's a great one.
3: I will say we should explain just what a buy-down is in general because a lot of people don't know what that is. Yes. So basically when you get a loan, you're paying for your interest rate in some regard. And so when we say permanent buy-down or temporary buy-down, the permanent buy-down a lot of people aren't doing right now because it's very expensive and a lot of people are planning to refinance. So excuse me, it often doesn't make sense to do... A buy down for the life of a 30 year note. And so, what a lot of sellers are offering is a temporary buy down, and we're throwing around like two, one buy down. And what that essentially is, is they are paying money up front, the seller is, to have, so you can have a lower interest rate for the first year, two points lower. So, if the rate right now is 7.25, for that first year, your interest rate's 5.25 significant difference um, that will impact your monthly payment and then for that second year it's one point lower that's the one and the two one so um, it you know this is often around ten thousand dollars and we are negotiating it in contracts very often yeah
0: yeah that, that's the thing about this rate and the the thing that's stopping people and stopping buyers from being in the market is they're seeing these wild rates right they're seeing seven and a half we we've seen eight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're not seeing that right now, but they're significantly significantly higher than they were during the pandemic. And that is something the government decides to stimulate the economy. And now they're trying to reel in the economy. So when when buyers are seeing those rates, they're just staying, staying home. They're like, we're, we're not even going to try, um, which is why we're doing this podcast and why we're here trying to educate on like you don't have to have a 7.5% interest rate if you know your options, right? You're knowing these buy-down options. This could mean that you could get a house for a lot less money than you could have two years ago and maybe a lot less money than you can in the next year when interest rates come down. Yeah,
4: it's especially with the temporary buy-downs because when, like we see it all the time, even earlier this year when they dropped from like low sevens to like mid sixes for a little bit, there was definitely like a a pickup. Like it was pretty quick. It wasn't like crazy, but if they do start coming down next year they get into the sixes, if they ever dip into like the low fives next year, we will I think we will see like kind of a quick resurgence Mm -hmm. where there will be the I think some offers like over asking multiple offers again. And you'll be in that type of market where you need the influx of cash. So if you're like sitting waiting, you don't have a ton of cash and you can do a temp and and the thing about temporary buy downs we want like hit on is they have to be paid for by the seller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it has to be negotiated for. So like it's like, like when you submit an offer with that and if they don't if they say no they don't want to do that it's not like you're gonna end up in a situation where like oh I offered the temporary buy down didn't work out and I'm stuck with a high interest rate you'll know going into the contract like okay my interest rate will be two points lower mm-hmm. for the first year like officially and when you look at that that into the second year and you just kind of we always like to encourage people to look at what the interest rate will be after two years just like if by chance it doesn't go and see if it's affordable yeah but, like, if it's affordable but not ideal, like, you do buy yourself a couple, like full two years of time to, like, you know, so many things can change in that time.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is not to be confused with an adjustable rate mortgage um, because this is a very structured adjustment and not, like, it's going to go up and down with what the Fed rate is. The adjustable rate, you probably heard about that from the 2008 mortgage crash, and that is a large reason why there was a crash because people's rates... They went up so drastically with the Fed rate, and then they couldn't afford their mortgages, so then they foreclosed. This is not the same thing.
4: These are fixed adjustments. Fixed mm-hmm. adjustments. So it's like first year, two points lower, second year, one point lower, right. third year, the interest rate you were initially quoted. And right. that's like fixed from year three to 30, okay. unless you refinance.
1: Yeah. And Which the most idea, people are planning to do. That's the, yeah. And a lot of lenders that are lending at today's rates are offering to refinance for free later. So you know, yeah. well, essentially for free. There's still some costs incurred, but that is a huge incentive. I think mm-hmm. to um, keep that in mind, especially if you can weather a higher payment now but a lower price. The refinance benefit later is going to be so much more significant. Yes,
3: right. you're always you are always going to have that price you locked in at. Right. So
1: yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're going to say this
0: because it's, everyone has heard this so many times and we're kind of tired of it, but <laughs> you date the rate and you marry the house. <laughs> it is a good metaphor with which to understand because the rate is potentially temporary. And the downside to refinance is the, the cost, right? You have to pay the closing costs again. But if the lenders... Lenders are also quite interested in getting things under contract. And so like they're, they're incentivized to make that easier for people. And to say like, okay, when it's time to refinance, we're going to do it for free.
2: One clarification I want to add, because I've had this come up in questions too, specifically with the temporary buy downs is what if the rates don't go down in two years, Mm -hmm. you can still refinance, the rates will eventually adjust if they're not fixed at 7% for the next 30 years, which is what most mortgages are. So even if in one to two years, rates are still high, and the economy hasn't recovered, you still have the option to refinance later. So,
4: again, if you... And that's one of the reasons why, when I tell people, it's like, you want to look at that third year rate, Mm -hmm. look at that price point, Mm -hmm. and see like, okay, in two years, if it, when it bumps up to that... Worst case scenario. Worst case. If worst case scenario, can you afford that? And if the answer is yes, then like, you know, it's a risk, you're like, if you're willing to take that risk, like it is two years in the future, and like, so many people like have two years of raises in that time, you know, like, or like your partner might switch jobs, and if there's plans for more money in the future, like, if you can kind of like plan for that. And he's like, okay, yes, if that does happen in a worst-case scenario, I'll be fine. And then maybe the year after that or the year after that, interest rates drop enough Mm -hmm. to then refinance, and it will be cheaper then.
2: And there are other situations in which refinancing makes sense. Um, Like Alan said, your finances could change, your credit could increase, but you want to get your foot in the door in the market. So you buy, even if you don't have the best credit, and in two years, that mortgage will help build your credit. Yes. And then you may be able to refinance at a better rate, even if rates are basically the same, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or just that's to point. a different loan yeah. product. Yeah, that's a good point to, to
0: stress that interest rates, it, it's so easy to talk about them. Everybody's talking about the interest rates, but it does depend on your credit score. It depends on your debt to income ratio. It's not just about what they are at right now. Um, so there are different factors. And then also... It's important to remember that rates are changing every single day. Like, that's something that maybe not everyone understands, but like, we have lenders who are giving us updates on rates literally daily. In that next like two three years, you're monitoring that and you're paying attention and you're you're staying in touch with your lender. And if the lender's like, okay, we're going down to let's say mid fives, you can be like, okay, let's lock it in. So, anything else on rate? No, we talked about down payments. Um, that is such a huge pro in my book because I love low money down and we have a lot of, I mean, we help a lot of first time buyers who haven't been able to save hundred K mm-hmm. and that's very relatable.
4: It's really good for young buyers right now. Like, you know, if you just got your first adult job kind yeah. of thing, you know, you're starting to make some decent money, like, but you haven't had the time to save up like a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Like a higher interest rate might not be as scary to you, especially if you're younger and you have a roommate currently and you want to continue to have a roommate or You and your partner are splitting it. Like if you just got a new job and you're making good income, but you know, you just have so much money saved, you can't put 3% down, negotiate for seller credit for both the buy down and some seller costs or closing costs covered and get into it with very little money into it. And yeah, maybe you're making more money than you ever have before. So like a higher payment is like, yeah, that's fine for now. Yeah. Like I'm still richer than I was like two years ago when I was in college. (laughs) So like, (laughs) you know, like it's a good time for young buyers to kind of look, And,
0: And you could be okay with roommates. Yeah, and it, the it's the time where roommates are still
4: like fun. Yeah, it's like you know if you you know living through your college experience, you young. It's a fun lifestyle, and why not own the house you and your roommates are in rather than just like throwing yeah. rent away?
0: And and then it's like when there's lower demand, which there is lower demand right now, mm-hmm. the prices go down, and that is happening. Like prices right now in really prime locations are pretty reasonable, um, and I, the the monthlies could look a little scary, but like if you're interested in a certain location. During the pandemic, people were like, well, we're not doing it. I guess we'll never be able to get into this area that we want. Now you're seeing the prices drop and there's a lot more like accessible, uh, accessibility in these areas in central Austin. I mean, five minutes from things. Yes.
3: Touching on location too. Like let's say you did have an ideal location and your partner did, or you, you had a friend, like Alan was saying that you wanted to stay within a certain zip code and um, Partnering together to buy, like, even if we just made the numbers really easy, like split the down payment 50 50, you're splitting the mortgage 50 50, like, you're probably going to be paying more in rent, yes, living alone than you are going to be splitting a higher mortgage in half. And so, there were two gals at our women's investor meetup that did this. Your clients, mm-hmm.
0: Helen and Keira,
3: they bought a home together years ago they're still living together in it and love it and they you know i don't know their situation but they probably wouldn't have been able to do that at that time if they didn't leverage each other and you know partner up to do it so i think that's a really creative way to enter the market right now
2: yeah another recent example i have that kind of ties in a lot of what we're talking about is va loan va loans often have zero down options which is very low money bringing to the table yeah um, but VA and FHA loans are two examples of just loan, loan types, loan programs that weren't often being accepted when the market's super competitive. But they do have great benefits for the buyer. Specifically, FHA has just gone through a huge revamp, and it's a lot more accessible and better for the buyer. Yeah. Um, and so those types of loans being accepted and considered by sellers is huge for a lot of buyers, especially first-time home buyers, new to the market, new. Like to Alan said, you know, new to their first jobs and are still working on building their credit and building their financials.
0: Totally, Mm -hmm. because the reality was when you have twenty offers or let's even say five offers on a house, the VA loan and the FHA loan are going to the bottom of the list. Yes, unfortunately. Unfortunately, and that was really hurting our buyers. I mean, we have VA buyers, we have FHA buyers, and we couldn't get their. It was really, really challenging. And now. If there's only one offer, maybe two, like there's a lot higher chance of those getting accepted, and so there's just so ma- there's so many buyer perks right now, but people are just being scared away by the interest rates. Mm-hmm.
3: And I love doing this, too, because having this conversation, because, like, I'll even talk with uh, clients and, like, folks that we get on calls with, and there was just so much doom and gloom for so long. And if you're not a home buyer and you just are, like, going to the office and your coworkers telling you how stressful it was for them to buy their first house and how they needed 100 k and, like, put in five offers, like, yeah, you're going to be put off from that probably <laughs> and, like, may not be super eager to jump in. You, you know, less than two, two years later thinking it's the same thing. And so I'm finding that a lot of people still think that that's somewhat the case. Like, sure, like, people are like, oh, you know, prices is coming down, all that. Like, you just hear all the buzz. But it is so different.
4: Now. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will, like, on that note with the prices coming down and people's, like, thoughts around that. I will say, like, there, I think I've talked to a couple of people who feel like, oh, I'm going to wait till the, pr-, like, people anticipate the prices are going to, like, drop off a cliff. I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, if if it, it's been a full year of mm-hmm. these interest rates and like we've definitely seen a decrease, but it hasn't been like oh this house was 800k and now it's 400k. Okay. Like it's not gonna happen like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. You know. So like if you're just waiting for like it to really fall off a cliff and like oh I'm gonna buy super low, doesn't seem like there's gonna be a real like crash here. It's just kind of like steadying out. Houses are still being sold. It it is like inventory is last longer. It's at a slower pace. But stuff is still moving.
0: It's funny because people, I, you, you talk to people and they're like, "Well, I'm waiting for the crash, mm-hmm. y'all. This is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is it." And like having having a crash comes from something. And so this crash was from the interest rates going up. And so there's going to be some like adverse action on the market, making it less exciting for people to buy, which is why people are staying home, and which is why the prices are lower. Mm-hmm. And so people don't now they're like, "Oh, well, I, the interest rates are too high now." It's like, well. There's a reason for this, yeah. and it's
2: the interest rates now.
0: Yeah.
2: And I think a lot of um, a lot of maybe first-time buyers who are hesitant into the market are not hearing about the flip side of that, is that in addition to them staying home, a lot of sellers are as well. We have less inventory. We're still on an inventory crunch. Mm-hmm. It's been subsided by new construction because yeah. they were building so heavily through the pandemic that now they have a lot more inventory without as much demand. But if you take out new construction, there is still a very significant lack of resale inventory because sellers are in the same boat and they don't want to give up their 3% mortgages yeah. to buy at 7 or 8%. <laughs> so there's, you know, there's not they're not making any more land. So the houses are what they are. We have what we have, especially if you're looking in central locations where there isn't new construction. Right. Yeah, just keeping that in mind that those homes will go up in value and may not be as accessible if you wait too long. Yes.
1: And that makes me think of uh, people who want to wait. I really want to emphasize to those people who are still like, I'm waiting. It has zero cost implication for you to book a call with an agent at open house and then get directed to talk to a lender if you already have one just to know what you're going into or how to prepare to buy if you do want to wait because if you don't have your ducks in a row now when the interest rates level out it's going to be a frenzy and you're if you're not ready or at least know where you're headed. You might be in a worse position than yeah. potentially, yeah. so I, I really encourage to at least have a conversation, at least be open. If you don't feel like right now is the right time, let's identify why that is. Let's have a plan to move forward yeah. um, when you are ready. So yeah.
4: I that's, love that. Yeah, that's I tell people always ask like, is it like uh, if, what's the best time to buy? Like, is it good to buy now, or like, oh, should I wait until like the spring of next year to buy? Should I, like, and I always tell people the best time to buy is like when you're able to and you're mm-hmm. ready to do mm-hmm. it. And, but like, you don't know if you're ready until you know if you're able to. Mm-hmm. So people just like, it's a nebulous thing. It's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I want to do that sometime. But if you don't have a conversation with a real estate agent or with a lender to know what you're even like, like you could be completely ready. Yeah. Like technically speaking, like I have the cash to do it. I have the credit. I yeah. have the earnings and debt to income. Like I'm, I'm ready to do it. And now it's just like knowing like why, like when you're ready, like personally, but you can feel ready personally and then go check and be like, oh crap, I can't do it. Yeah. I, yes. I should have paid this credit card off last year yeah. or yes. should have whatever. So it's just better to know. If it's at all of interest to you, yeah. it's at no cost to have yeah. a conversation. Absolutely.
0: There's a lot of fear around this process. And so that, I, I feel like our whole mission and our, the reason that our company exists is to make sure that people know all their options and then they can go whatever down whatever rabbit hole they want to. But Maybe rabbit hole is not the right, the right word, but whatever route is negative, but, but yeah, but they, they can figure out what they want to do. As far as like, we have partnership options. We have house hacking options, you know, all of those things. You just need to know what is out there instead of just like blocking it off from your mind um, completely, which is what a lot of people do. Yeah. It's yeah. a bad time to buy. So I'm not even going to go down that road. And we just advocate that, you know, what is possible, what, you know, the information out there, you know, what the market's doing you're staying up to date and then you choose what's right for you at the time that's right for you.
3: I just talked with someone yesterday who's like, Hey, my lease is up August, 2024. I'm like, great. You have almost an entire year to plan. So she's going to like talk to lenders. She's already started it. She's going to come to our workshop in September, get a rundown of the whole process. And then I'm like, we can just stay in touch. You can stay in touch with your lender um, and see how, you know, your approval changes as time goes on, you know, if rates change, if your job changes, so on and so forth. But I love when people start planning like a year out because why not?
0: Why not? You know, and a lot
3: of times, like we have clients that say like, oh, I didn't think I could this soon or oh, I didn't realize it was actually no biggie in the grand scheme of things to pay a month of my rent to break my lease to purchase when I am ready and when the ho- like the house that I'm excited about and that right. makes financial sense mm-hmm. comes on the market. Yes. I've
4: had multiple I've had multiple clients break leases like conversations like that. It's like oh yeah great like we'll see and then they go through the process see they give be approved for they see something that like looks really great too good to pass up and because you know you're ready and like you look at your lease figure out what it takes to break it. Sometimes it's completely worth it to mm-hmm. get you know to break that lease and do it. I had clients go into a new build like and the new build paid for their lease break, mm. you know, like there's all sorts of stuff. Like could would be like, you know, just if you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So,
0: and building that relationship is never a bad thing. Building a relationship with your agent, with your lender, because you're right. We're all on Zillow. Like we're all there. We see the house that we're obsessed with. We, you know, we have people all the time, like especially friends. In fact, one of our close friends just recently, they were just like, Steph, this house, oh my God. I met them there that day. And then... Or we... You did. We did. And they bought the house because they loved it so much. And they, and because they had a relationship with yeah. an agent, which is, you know, they're our friends. But if you are already ready, if, like Sid said, one year out, if this woman who has her, her August 24 lease break... Or not lease break, lease end, she sees something, she already has your information. She could say, Sid, meet me at this house. It's amazing. This is perfect. So... And that's way more doable now because there's more more time like a lot of times during the pandemic i would see a cute house i remember the dejected feeling that i would feel Mm -hmm. when i would see a cute house and be like oh well that's gonna be on for one day and it's gonna go 200k over asking yeah and now you see a cute house and you're like that's a possibility yeah
4: Yeah. yes and it may go over asking but it might be like 10k yeah you know yeah (laughs) and easily like don't have to come out of pocket for it either Mm -hmm. it's like yeah
3: And on the flip side, the not as cute houses where you might look at, or maybe it's older, you like chat with your agent and it's like, okay, it needs some like bigger ticket item repairs. That's also something that we weren't seeing happen as much when the market was competitive. Whereas now I, it was like two months ago, I had a client um, offer on a house. She got her offer accepted 5,000 under, which was like, okay, that's great. Mm -hmm. But then during the inspection, it needed some plumbing repair it needed foundation repair and the seller just knew that they were going to have to address this with any buyer they actually had a buyer already back out and we got $29,000 off during the option period which never <laughs> oh. happened before no, no. um maybe before we could get like 10 probably yeah. max and so like because the sale- sellers were able to work with us like she was able to buy that house if they weren't, she was going to have to back out. So some of the not as cute houses, is, I think, are more doable now. Yeah.
0: And we love things that other people can't really see the value in. And then you choose the new tile because you have that money in your pocket that you didn't have to spend on the closing costs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think really quick, back to partnering, when we're thinking about, I mean, we have all of the resources. There's so many things. We can link stuff in the show notes. But like how to buy a house with a friend, we have a little mini course, but it's so doable. If you're saying that you had clients who out the door 17, 18,000, that's 9,000 per partner. If you're going 50, 50, then you can prioritize, if, especially if you're already living with a friend, prioritize privacy. This house has a bedroom on one side and a about, ba- you know, and you know, you're, you're kind of feel like you're living alone anyway. So I think partnering is such a good option right now. House hacking, which we have all the resources for because those payments are going to be a little bit higher for a bit. You have to be creative, but we have all the uh, all the capacity, all the resources to do so. Anything else, Jen? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was a great conversation. Hmm. Nothing. No other I have one? one
1: thing that I saw. Okay, I, okay. <laughs> let me. Don't hold me to this. Do your own research. <laughs> but I saw like an article on the internet that said Warren Buffett just invested a ton of money. In real estate, and Warren Buffett, if you know, is a big stock market investor. So if right now a savvy investment person like him is seeing the value in putting market, uh, I'm sorry, uh, investment dollars in real estate at a bottom, I see that as he's onto something. Right, right. just thought that was interesting. Prices are there. The deals are there. The
0: deals are there. You see things on the way. We have we have a couple of things that are just like incredible deals. Oh my god! And it's not getting the attention that it should. Yeah. But you see those opportunities out there, yeah. and you see, like, okay, this is this is, this should be someone's. It would be so good if it was. So it's there. Also, Barbara Cor- Barbara Cochran. Mm-hmm. Corcoran?
1: Cochran. Co- Cochran. Is that the gal from Shark Tank? Shark Tank. Yes. Everyone knows her. I yes. love her. She's it's awesome.
0: Yeah. She's real estate. She's... She's big in real estate. I think she was an agent. Like, she started as an agent. So I always like had a soft spot for her. But she was just on the internet and we were just in slack about this, but she said as soon as the rates come down, kind of what you were saying. As soon as they come down, it's going to be like people are going. And that's what we see too because we like you'd think that the buyer's slowdown in demand would mean that we were getting fewer people con- contacting us, reaching out, booking calls. And it's like really not the case. People are ready to go, they're excited, but they're a little bit nervous. And so they're waiting. We have a lot of or a lot of clients are just like I don't know I don't know we're waiting and so as soon as they, they get into the fives it's going to be kind of wild so uh, you were going to say something else <laughs>
4: Yeah. were no? yeah. You, you, you looking up I, I know was it were you looking at Warren Buffett if he died yeah it was no Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett, Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw Lady say yeah. Warren Buffett and yeah. soon went I was <laughs>
0: like I Sid so made funny. a face.
4: I, she, it
3: was just like a TikTok. Uh, she oh picked God. up her
4: phone and started like looking that's up to see if Buffett so, <laughs> <it laughs> that so died. So
0: funny. I thought you're
1: about to debunk my. Do you know oh, my past.
0: from yes. the grave? There Jimmy, anyway, Buffett, did. Jimmy I Buffett. heard the same
2: thing you did, mm-hmm. but, like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, Jimmy Buffett and Warren Buffett are like so
2: different. <laughs> right now, they yeah. are, but They're both. This is Jimmy Buffett. He was like. Fantastic investment. Okay. they were both very rich. Sure. Yeah, it was, a, it was yeah, yeah. a scroll, like a, a yeah. TikTok.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what you were doing. Yeah, so funny. You
2: know me. Jimmy Buffett, I mean, he had like lots
4: cheeseburger of in paradise
0: restaurants. Yeah. I went to cheeseburger in paradise. Margarita Margaritaville. Margaritaville. Like at the <laughs> airport. Yes, at the airport. And then I think the cheeseburger in paradise. Um, like, it's a chain of restaurants as well. I went to one in Hawaii, which is wild.
1: We went all the way to Hawaii for a cheeseburger in
0: paradise. That's <laughs> so weird. What, are, what is did of skin cancer. Dogs. Oh, Aww. oh, dang. Um, well, um, we're, I mean, I like that everybody's saying that he's now eating a cheeseburger in paradise, which is so sweet. <laughs> and what are what are his followers called? I thought they were parrotheads. Heads. Parrotheads, Parrotheads, parrot that's right. Because
4: that's his rum, too, right? Are you serious? No, no it's Parrot Bay. Parrot Bay. Yeah, Is that his wrong? room?
0: No way, no know. way. He, Jimmy Buffett like, does, does not own Parrot Bay. He
4: has no room. Not more.
0: <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> God. Really, Sorry to Jimmy Buffett's <laughs> yeah. family if you're listening. Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah, shout out to Jimmy Buffett. He yeah. did it. <laughs> what a life.
0: I'm, I'm so happy for him.
4: He created a whole aesthetic.
0: He really did. Whether it's the one that we want to subscribe to or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could pick out a Head though.
1: Oh, for sure. Jimmy Buffett does have Margaritaville rum, but it doesn't okay. seem that it's... Okay, so
4: not Paribay. Not Paribay. Maybe
1: sure. it was also old and doesn't, <laughs> isn't sold anymore. Maybe just <laughs> in the Margaritaville yeah. We need a full fact check on this.
4: Yeah. Come uh, tune in for part two. Jimmy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, part two. The Jimmy it's Buffett
2: deep-buffet. It's,
3: buffet.
4: it's a Buffett buffet, buffet yeah. episode. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, the
0: Buffett buffet. <laughs> Buffett, we could Jimmy do Buffett. we could do something about Warren Buffett, Jimmy Buffett, and just buffets in general. <laughs> what about oh, Warren Jimmy Buffett versus Warren Buffett?
4: Yeah, yeah. head to head, head to head. Investment
0: strategies. Warren Buffett is absolutely richer than Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. absolutely. laughs> is he um, single? And Warren? <laughs> no, he's been married forever. And he he does he still a, drive the same car? I think he still he still drives the same car. He still lives in the same house. He eats a McDonald's breakfast every single morning, and he pays exact change for it. He he's had, ninety-three. Yeah, yeah it's he's, a
2: nice house, though.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's <laughs> not like he's living in a shack, and I'm sure his car is like a. I think it's, it's like up a in, Volvo. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not. He's not yeah. suffering. Of not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anything else about this this Austin market? I'm excited. I love. I mean, I love the ch- the changes. It's been like a wild ride since 2020. I mean, when in 2020 when we we brought on Jen and Sid, and we thought like we bought brought them on what early March. February. February, like late fe- yeah, February. And then the pandemic hit March and we are like, okay, well, I guess we're closing the doors. It's over. <laughs> and then that lasts like a month. And then the frenzy just hit. And it's all, I just want to reiterate, a lot of this is driven by interest rate. So keep, keep stay tuned and yeah, ask questions, send us your questions. We're everywhere on Instagram, online. Um, and if you'd like to book a call, it's super easy. Mm-hmm. So
2: I will end with, just keep in mind that real estate is hyper local. So if you're reading the news, that's great to be informed about kind of worldwide news and, and things happening, you know. But talk to a local realtor in your area yes. to get information on what's going on in the areas you're looking at. Yes,
0: and, and if I, that
4: area is Austin, tucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> we we just renovated our our new office. At this time, when
0: you're listening, it should be done. It's been a lot of ups and downs. We love our renovation, but we hate the last. of one, but we are having our launch party on September 21st. The link is everywhere. Come to it, it's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be a blowout.
2: Free food, drinks.
0: Yeah, free food. We got a DJ. You get to see. A petting zoo? Petting zoo. You get to see the beautiful, and it's designed by Danny Cleric, um, a notable TikTok designer
2: <laughs> and if you have questions it's a low risk situation to come and yes. bring your questions and yeah. we'll will be there
0: i'll we'll be there to chat real estate and i, I like that you've brought up hyper local, but i also encourage you if you're listening and you have like a sister-in-law who's a part-time agent like it is so important to be a full-time agent and for your agent to have like actual knowledge of the market that day so that's our plug obviously we are agents it is like we love real estate and we are here for you. But we also want you to like know everything. Just know your options. Like we are invested in your education. Anything else? No. Hell-, <laughs> Hell yeah. Alright, All right. All right. yes. Bye everyone.
4: Bye. 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 Bye.